Thanks for tuning into the Undercuts review episode of the British Grand Prix at Silverstone. Please rate and review wherever you listen and enjoy the show. By being a racing driver, you are under risk all the time. By being a racing driver means you are racing with other people. And if you no longer go for a gap that exists, you're no longer a racing driver. So we had the... British Grand Prix at Silverstone this weekend. Last year, it was a very crazy race. Um, it was really the first, the tipping over point of the rivalry between Lewis and Max and the big accident and all the drama that started all the all the accidents from last season. We had a lot of Max dominance coming into this race. Um, he's won, what, five of the last six, I believe? Exactly. Ferrari have been there or thereabouts these last few races and through bad luck, bad judgment, bad strategy, just can't get it done. It's just looking like another race for Max and Red Bull to win, probably with Ferrari doing well in qualifying, right? Ferrari qualify well, Red Bull do well in the race. That was what that's what I was expecting coming in for sure. It's the British Grand Prix. So we had to expect that there would at least be a little bit of rain. And we got that before the qualifying session, it was pouring. And then right before, 10 minutes before the session, it stops. Were they going to do full wets? Were they going to do inners? But they all did inners uh, for the session. There was really not that much excitement that went on. Botas got out in Q2 and Danny. So that, that those were like the biggest kind of surprises, although they aren't really surprises at this point. Botas, I guess, but Danny, not so much. Well. And Latifi getting through into right. Q3 as well. Right, yeah, Latifi getting yeah, through. It was huge. That was crazy. Um, <laughs> absolutely insane. That was, that was insane, yeah. insane. <laughs> never, would have, never would have expected that. But And he was claiming it as a home race too. I feel like everybody claims this one as a home race because they all raced in the younger formula in England. So they all like kind of were teenagers there. So they're all like, it's I like guess... our second home race, you know. I guess that's true. Yeah. I mean, I think five or six teams have their home base yeah. within, you know, so many miles of of Silverstone. And you've got five or six drivers that have sort of British pedigree between yeah. Russell, Hamilton, Norris. Albon. Al- Albon to some degree. Joe. Exactly. Like Joe, yeah. essentially, he grew up in Sheffield. Nick's not with <laughs> us this, this episode, but, you know. Yeah. Exactly. No, no, Nick today yeah. for, for Yorkshire. He's on. He's on holiday. He's getting well and rest. His hometown hero, um, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but Joe had a great qualifying. He did. Yeah. He did. yeah. Best best of his so, young career, getting P nine. Yeah. Um, Latifi, yeah. Latifi in the top ten. I. You probably could have won some money on that. Joe P nine. I certainly did. Um, yeah. I didn't put and anyone. And then Carlos. Uh, doing it for Ferrari. As the regular listeners know, I'm a big Ferrari guy. Um, obviously, Leclerc is the guy we we think is going to win it for sure. us. But Sainz put it on pole, so you want your teammate up there. And what more can he do than that? So well done to him. Yeah, and I think I heard him say like back in one of the early Formula, like Formula BMW in 2010. This is where he got his first pole position. Was at Silverstone during during that. Oh, that formula stat, as well. Hey. I didn't know that. All right. Okay. So happy hunting ground for him. Yeah. So it's, you know, he's comfortable with this track. 
Um, the Mercedes didn't do as well as as what was expected from what they did last week. But Lewis got P5, which isn't isn't too bad. P8 was not what George was looking for. Right. The, the Mercedes did look more stable to yeah. me. I don't know. We, we, I didn't hear the porpoising word as much this weekend. I mean, not so many super long, fast straights like Baku. Right. But um, the cars did seem a lot more stable, a lot more drivable. And the drivers did seem to be, at least talking about it, were a lot more comfortable with the car. And they seemed a lot happier all weekend with how the car was. I know they had a huge upgrade, as a bunch of teams did. But yeah, Yeah. they looked looked a lot better. And Max got second. He had a little issue during Q2. He got second, right? Yeah. Yeah, Sainz first, Max second, Leclerc third, um, and Perez fourth. Perez fourth, yeah. Yeah, so Ferraris and Red Bull dominating as usual. Right. Just whatever you know, roll the dice to see what order they they finish in the the top four for qualifying. Absolutely. So we get to the race, and it is craziness from the start. On lap one, turn one, there is probably the worst. Ac- it's definitely the worst accident that I've watched in real time. Um, you see the cars coming around and you just see Joe flying through the picture upside down over the gravel with George flying past him. Um, it was really, really a terrifying, it was a, it was a, it was a firework, right? There was just sparks coming out the bottom of the cars. It slid across. Um, I mean, thank God for the halos. Um, I mean, if, if anybody, was on the fence about the halos, which I don't, which I, I I doubt anybody is at this point because we've seen right. plenty of halos with big tire marks on them yeah. and all sorts of stuff. But that's that's ended any any discussion Absolutely. now. Did Martin Brundle mention when he went upside down? He, I can't remember because he 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 had a famous crash right in Australia. Um, yeah, and it was in a gold car. I mean, this is where Nick's knowledge history would come in. Yeah, Jordan, um, his, he. It was in a, probably in a Jordan. He went upside down. Uh, it's never good. No. It's never any good. Ricardo has has flipped a car. I mean, you think it would happen more often, actually, with two wheels coming together. Yeah. Obviously, they they stick. They they they're going in opposite directions. You would think that one car could flip out. It happens a lot less than than maybe it it, it could. I guess but they're just any, so heavy. Yeah. The cars are just so heavy and so bottom heavy, and the force they're so low to the yeah so low to the ground. It takes a lot to flip them, yeah. but. Yeah. But um, I mean it was nuts and then he flipped over the tire barrier into the fence. Um they didn't show any review any reviews of it for like, you know, 45 yeah, minutes. Well, I mean, I was I was nervous. I I Yes. I was really nervous. Yeah. Much like I mean much like Mick Schumacher in Monaco yeah. when his car split in half, they didn't show it for a while because nobody wants to show a replay of a guy getting seriously hurt or worse. Right. Um so that's what your mind is thinking and he fit like the car fit like perfectly between yeah. the back of the tire barrier and the fence. So I bet you that's something they're going to look at yeah. uh, going forward is that gap, which nobody thought they had to think about yeah. in the past. What? Uh, but yeah, he was, he was, he was perfectly fine. Yeah. I mean, they um, took him out on a, on an ambulance just to be safe, just to be safe, yeah. but he was totally fine. Albon actually had a worse, yes. a worse injury or whatever happened. He was actually released uh, like an hour ago. He got bumped into the back by, by Seb because I guess the people in front of them were slowing down and he went head first right into a concrete wall. There were but, five cars yeah. involved in this turn one accident. It was, it was crazy. But I mean, as I, I said to you on the text after qualifying, 
I said, I bet Max is ahead after the first lap, even as a Ferrari fan. And actually, he was ahead after the first corner. Yeah. I mean, he had a great start. Uh, Sainz, for, and a bunch of people had a, a bad start. Hamilton had an awesome start. He had a great start. Um, you know, punched right up up the middle. Um, and a lot of that triggered the, the crash with people having good and bad starts and pinching up. But right. if you don't if you don't complete a lap, it doesn't count. Like, that's why... They red flag the race, and you have to restart. And if you didn't cross the line, then they go back to the positions that they were. So, science restarted the race on pole. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> not about it's, not about science. It's just know, weird, you know. It's just like that didn't even matter, except for it didn't, except for the cars that are out of the race. So. It's you know, it's an interesting point. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, hang on, why is science back at the? front again like uh, he was overtaken but they have to make a position and of course you can have to get the ruler out if you're going to talk about oh who was ahead at what point on what corner when the red flag actually came out and trying to get the position so nope that that's the rules and it's 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 decent uh i mean i'm glad they stuck drs and uh, we have drs and we have overtaking and we have it's a long 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 race you're two you're one lap in yeah or two laps in, uh, so it doesn't make that much difference. Yeah, signs back on on pole, Max in second. We go again, and it was a very different outcome on the next on the next start. Signs learned his lesson, didn't he? Yes, he He's did. Like, oh, <laughs> I better turn right. <laughs> yeah, he did much better. Held Max off. Charles was able to stay up. He dropped back on the first one, so he was able to stay up, and uh, yeah. the Ferraris were able to hold on to one three going past the first the first turn. So that was yes. good. Lewis's start was not as good. He dropped down a spot, so that was disappointing for him. Um, and but it was still crazy. There wasn't an accident oh. on this lap, but there were multiple cars Absolutely. going into corners at the same time. I mean, it, it was amazing racing the whole time. A through. fair play to the drivers. I mean, Absolutely. the amount of skill on display not to cause an accident, to give each other room, um, to make it just work, and maybe not quite enough room yeah. because you know, Perez got damaged to his wing, Leclerc lost the end plate of his front wing. Yep. Ultimately, you know, all the cars stayed on the track. Amazing. Yeah. It was it was great to watch. Checo tried, you know, Red Bull tried to push it for a few laps to see how the wing, how the front wing was doing, but ultimately they decided they lo- they were losing too much pace and they pit to to fix the front wing. And it seemed at this time that that was probably the end of his chance of you know pushing towards yeah. the top. Uh, he was dead last. Yep. at that point, I think. I think he uh, was. So out of the race, don't even think about Perez anymore because his race is done. Yeah. So. You know, no need to mention him. Yeah, and Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> he's not going to be involved anymore. He's not going to be. Race. He's not going to be a fact. <laughs> but that is what we were thinking. No, I was. Absolutely. I was. Absolutely. And Lewis had a nice little pass on Lando, and he was up into P four, and he was chasing Charles. Lewis was looking really fast. I mean, there. Were, yeah. it, it was kind of jockeying between the Ferraris and Lewis, like fastest time, fastest lap. It was going back and forth. So the question was, is like, because Charles had lost the end plate of his front wing, how much of that affected his performance? Seemed minimal. Yeah. Like he was definitely holding pace. So yeah, good for him. Yeah. And there was a time when the, the front three, the two Ferraris and Max, they were just pulling ahead. They were pulling yeah. way ahead. And then Carlos has a Carlos-like moment. Gets a, just on his own, goes a little wide, 
goes off into the grass a little bit and loses his P1 position to Max. I wouldn't say he went a little wide. Like, the back end stepped out on him. Like, I mean. Was it Augusta, was it Augusta Wind? Uh, was it driver error? I don't know. But, yeah. Carlos, two wiggled. times in one season having Augusta Wind move him <laughs> off the There's racetrack. Wind. There's wind. It's global warming. <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, you know, it's wind. But yeah, he, he caught it, he he kept it, so yeah, he to only it. lose only to only lose one place was uh you know, minimize the damage and get get, get back on it. And we didn't but, yeah, we didn't uh, know how, how bad Charles's you know issue was, if it was bad at all. So he was looking right. he was looking all right at the time, you know, definitely able to push and then he would have the DRS yeah. behind Mac. So right. he was still he was still in the game. And then Max, at the time, they're thinking maybe it's a puncture. He's been going over the curbs, but something is happening to his car that is causing him to, to lose power and lose pace. Um, yeah. And he's dropping back fast. And this was, what, a lap or two after he had just gotten that spot from Carlos, and Carlos gets it right back. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he went. Over, he was going over the curbs. He thought it was a puncher. I think he said on the radio, the car is 100% broken. Yeah. I mean, that, I think that might have been after he pitted, yeah. thinking he had a puncher and that the car was still underperforming. Yeah. I mean, it gets, I get a little, I, I'm not, I'm not a Formula One driver. I'm not even a racing driver. I'm just a fan, but come on guys, like get on with it. I, I kind of hear the same thing from, from Lewis too. I feel like when Lewis is like, oh, these tires are done. These tires are shot, like, you know? This car's undrivable. Like it wasn't that bad. Mm. Um, they are. I mean, maybe rather he, maybe dramatic. Needed, yeah, <laughs> it seems overly dramatic. But maybe we're being. Uh, we only get to hear what we get to hear. We don't get to see the telemetry. But he always um, is that way. Whenever there's like a, the slightest little issue, Lewis that way too. They're always like, "This yeah, is the worst thing ever." I'm going to slide off the track. <laughs> I, I do feel that they're the, the two biggest yeah. yeah complainers, but. You know, the, the team can see the telemetry and, yeah, something broke on his car. And what it was, I, I don't know. I think ultimately um, there was, like, a hole in the floor, so it was affecting the downforce. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, amazing. That, I mean, amazing shows Max's ability. Yeah. He can sense that absolutely immediately. He, he doesn't – he's not sure what it is, but he knows something's wrong. Yeah. And he has to adjust. I got to I got to respect that, that he, he can feel it straight away. Absolutely. And then Yuki gets, I don't really know. So at the time they said he got a five second penalty. They said he had a little collision with Pierre Gasly where they both yeah, had a synchronized spin out, which was kind of cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. The two Alpha Tahari's touching, like as a team manager, you got to be holding your head. And your like, Oh no, yeah. that's the worst. Yeah. 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 It was bad, but that was not what he got the penalty for. I'm not even sure what it was, but he got a five second penalty and he was, they were already back. It was, pretty much the end of his race he he did not they did not do very well continue the conversation on pine-sports.com that's p-i-n-e-sports.com and the pine sports discord which you can find linked on the website and join us in a -a one-of-a-kind fantasy formula one contest at coopsf1.com that's c-o-o-p-s-f number one dot com where you can put your theories to the test. Lap 16-ish. Carlos is in first. Charles is in second. So your boys are 1-2. Lewis Lewis in third. Lando in fourth. Two Brits in in third and fourth. So 
you know, pretty cool. Alonzo is up into into fifth. Max has dropped all the way down to six. I think he pit. Yeah, he he did pit. Um, well, he pit. Yeah, he pit because he thought he had a thought puncture. He had a puncture. Yeah. Right. So he comes back in sixth place. Um, and La- Latifi's in the top ten at this point. Latifi as well. is in eighth place. <laughs> What's going on there? I saw that. I'm like, wait, what now? I don't, I don't even know how that happened. I know he had the crazy start on the fr- maybe. I guess it was the second restart where he had the good, the good start. Yeah. Um, and then I think Baltas, no, Danny rounded out the top ten at this point. Mick was pretty close. Both the Haases were were pushing. Checo was already up into thirteenth place. I mean, there were four or five cars yeah. out at this point. So, yeah. um, you know, it was a little bit easier to get up into that spot. But, you know, he's he's making his way through the field. Yeah. And we're only on lap, what, 16. 16 at this point? Yeah. Yeah, early on. Yep. So Carlos ends up being the first one of the leaders to pit around lap 21. Um, I guess they're just trying to avoid the undercut from Mercedes. Um <laughs> which they did because Mercedes stayed out for a long time. But Bottas ends up retiring from the race right around this time too. And that's both the alphas out of the race. Um, did they, was, I mean, I think, yeah. did they, I think Lewis yeah. was, was, was driving great. He, yeah, he, he was, was taking care of his tires. I think it's well, it's well known that Lewis's style is very smooth. Yeah. Uh, he can, you know, keep those tires going longer, deeper to his advantage. And, I think this, for, for, for whatever reason, um, you know, the British Grand Prix, his home Grand Prix, um, that was, he was working that to his advantage as much as he could. Yeah, absolutely. You know, keeping, keeping those medium tires out there much longer than anybody else. So now, now that I've been watching these races from the beginning of Lewis's career, he was like very similar to Max's driving style, like last year when he was kind of starting. He was much more aggressive than he is now. And right. I didn't realize how dominant Lewis was from the get-go. Like, he was the championship leader from the very beginning of his very first season. That was yeah. a surprise. This is, this is this is unusual territory. To yeah. see. I mean, when, when he first started, we saw him in this kind of position, sure. Yeah. You know, in, the, in the top, but he's still... He's still... <laughs> he's always been dominant, always. Yeah, I mean, he's gotten a win in every single season in his career. And this will, I think this is now the longest he's gone without a win to start a season. Right. So. Right. Good stat. I don't know enough to say that's not true. <laughs> it's just pouring out of me. I think I heard them. They just said it on the broadcast. I can't take any credit for it. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So lap 26, Charles Pitts. Lewis was gaining on him at this point and just getting fastest lap after fastest lap. So Charles, yes. Charles Pitts. I was expecting Lewis to pit shortly after well, that. Hold on, hold on a second. Back up one second. Charles was right behind Carlos, and he's like, "I want to overtake," and they're like, "No, you got to race." And this is the first time Charles is behind Carlos, so they started giving Carlos times he had to hit. That's right. And if you don't hit it, we're going to let him it was through. So, it, it was, it, I mean, I'm in like I'm in corporate America, middle management, and when you don't like a, an employee, maybe you give them a performance plan, and you're like, you got to hit these unrealistic right. targets, and then we'll work on it later. You don't in the Formula One race, you don't have time to do no. that. You don't have time to be like, well, we'll give you three laps to see if you can hit this unrealistic target, and then we'll decide what we're going to do. I mean, yeah, and they just sort of made a, the non decision to 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 pit 
Carlos and, and get him out of the way. So, you know, even with a slightly damaged front wing, Leclerc was definitely, definitely quicker. Yeah, I mean, we'll see later in the race, but Ferrari needs to get their team order situation under control because if yeah. it, it, it could become a problem like yeah, fast. I mean, it's it, seeming like it already is, but it wasn't, if that was Checo, if that was <laughs> Max behind Checo, no, no question. No way. No question. Anyway. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. So, so eventually they, they give team orders to Carlos and Charles goes through lap 31, but you know, it's kind of feeling like maybe he held him out up for too long. Was it too late? And is Lewis able to do the overcut at this point? Um, yeah. Lewis finally pits and he has a slow pit. Um, yeah, which was by a second. It was, br- yeah, I mean, but it, it, it mattered. Um, it that, mattered. that one second dropped him not only behind the two Ferraris, but also behind Daniel, who was a lap behind them, but he was in the pit lane at the same time. So he had to pass him yeah. again. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, you know, quite often, it, it it looked like it was shaping up like that they were gonna Hamilton was gonna come out right with the, the two Ferraris. Yeah. It was gonna be a sandwich and it was gonna be very, very interesting. But yeah. And it wasn't really a screw up on the on the pit stop. It just took just a, a half a second to to a second longer. Yeah. Um so and that was the difference, yeah. The Ferraris were away. Yeah, I mean he had the the tires advantage at this point. I mean, they were 12 yeah. laps fresher than Carlos and eight laps fresher than Charles. So, I mean, he, he was looking in a very good position. If he had had a, a really quick stop under three seconds, he would have had a real good shot of getting the lead very shortly after coming out of the pits. Yeah. It was unfortunate for him. And, but we knew that we were on for a race and that it was going to be interesting all the way until the end. Well, at that point, at that point to me, it looked like no. It looked like one, two Ferrari. Charles was going to win. It wasn't. You know? they, they weren't that far ahead. No, but they were ahead. They were all on the same tires, pretty much. They were all on hard tires. How many uh, laps are you in this race? Fifty-two lap race. 52. See, there was thirteen laps left. Um, you know, Leclerc was no, in 18, first. eighteen Sites. laps left at this point. Uh, I think it was lap thirty-four. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. But whatever, uh, two Ferraris out front, Hamilton behind. It's done. It's a done deal. Like the Leclerc's gonna gonna win, and uh, you know Hamilton. You know, even with slightly fresher tires, he's not gonna he's not gonna overtake him. The, finally, even even when to be honest, even when Perez went out early on in the race, and it was Max versus the two Ferraris, I was thinking finally it's like it's two one one for the in the advantage of the Ferraris. They can take the fight to them and, and dominate the strategy rather than the other way around where it's like sure. just Leclerc against the two Red Bulls. Yeah. Um, so it was absolutely there for the taking. Yeah. I mean, until, until five <laughs> laps later and Ocon just has an issue with the car and stops it right on a straight where there is just no way to not have a safety car. It was the worst possible place for, Ugh a car to stop and a safety car to come out. Um, and then we get typical Ferrari screwing well, up the pit stops. I mean, it, to, gone. to be fair, I mean, they, they were kind of damned one way, damned the other way. You know, if Charles had pitted, they probably would have stayed out and, you know, it just ended up being that he stayed out and they pitted onto fresher tires. But 
uh, I don't know. I feel like it's I would have pitted. I think the strategy is like if there's a safety car, you always pit. Yeah. You know, especially unless it's like lap one, you know, or lap the, the second to last lap before the end of the race or something. Right. It, it, it reminded me a little bit. And we, I think we spoke about this on an early podcast. I forget which race it was. Again, we need Nick, but when everybody pitted, uh, right. and Hamilton took the start of the race. Was, that, was that this year? <laughs> was that? No, it wasn't. I think it was year. last year. I, remember, I think it was Brazil whatever. last year. Yeah, everybody pitted on the on, on the opening yeah. lap or something, and like uh, he was the only one. On Hamilton the grid. took the start on his own. <laughs> that was so <laughs> yeah. weird. But it's like do the opposite of whatever the guy in front of you does. Yeah. So when you're in the lead, yeah, there's a little bit more risk if you come in and they stay out. You stay out, they come in. I see it from Ferrari. It was easier to bring Science in, but even. I think Lando, though, managed to come in second time around. Yeah, that was and weird. Just, and just dropped behind Alonso. So could Leclerc have have done that? I heard. And I heard a th- softs. I don't know. I heard a theory that they were just nervous that they were going to do the same thing that they did in Monaco with screwing up the the double stack. Yeah, the double stack. Yeah, and not not be ready, not be so quick. Right. I mean, Leclerc said. You know, when they told him of the call to stay out on the hard tires, he's like, you know, this is going to be hard yeah. uh, to stay in the lead. And then <laughs> on the restart, Ferrari said to Carlos, 10, 10 car lengths, yeah. please, between him and, and Leclerc, Carlos <laughs> which is like, the maximum. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's, the, that's the maximum you're allowed. Right. You're not allowed to drop back more than 10 car lengths. So even then, Ferrari's like, oh, "Can we pretty please have a win?" Yeah, uh, Leclerc. Um, but way too many laps to go. Yeah, um, and yeah, Carlos was like, uh, "You got to be uh, kidding me, guys!" Yeah, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. I mean, we've seen this. We saw this last year with Max behind Hamilton yeah. at, at the end when you got one guy on old hard tires and a new guy on soft tires. Uh, it's game over. So we're at lap 43. There's nine laps left. The top four are still pretty much, well, so Checo has moved all the way up. He's in fourth now. He's, yeah, amazing. Which is amazing. Put himself right back into the mix. What a drive. Yeah. I mean, the safety car, you know, he, at that point, he had, a, he had a chance for any spot on the podium. Kevin, Kevin Magnuson is in eighth and Mick is in 10th. Who would have yeah, thought Haas? Is- yeah, both the hazards in the top ten, amazing. And then Max still hanging in there in like, yeah. was it ninth place? So he was hanging around. He was, you know, he made he worked out how to drive the car, and yeah, that was his pace. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not what he would have wanted, but he was able to, you know, salvage some points from damage, the weekend. Damage limitation, absolutely. Yeah. So Carlos is able to get a pretty easy pass on Charles at this point. Yeah, their tires are just yeah. so much fresher. Um, but this is when the best parts of the season, in my opinion, but definitely the best parts of this race started to come with all, well, Carlos pulls ahead pretty, pretty much instantaneously. And it is very quickly evident that nobody is going to, is going to catch him. But the battle between Charles Lewis and Checo for many laps were unbelievable just jockeying for that that second spot on the podium amazing i mean the i think it was lap 45 when 
Perez was pushing Leclerc. Yeah. Leclerc goes wide. Perez goes wide. And Hamilton passes both of them. And then I don't know if this is just raw footage or fair play to the TV producer, but you could just hear the British crowd, you know, rising yeah. as, as Hamilton passed them both um, up into, you know, second spot um was was amazing and i would say historically you, you don't hear the crowd noise that much no. so whether they that was like i said the tv producer or whether that was just how the crowd I mean, sounded there were over the, over the whole weekend there were 400,000 people there um which yeah. i think was like the biggest event in like british sporting history for just right. amount of people on a weekend Right. Um, right. So the only right. times that I heard the crowd really loud was when a British driver was passing somebody and when anybody passed Max, when anybody <laughs> passed Max, the place went nuts. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, didn't, they don't forget last year. No, exactly. Yeah. But uh, that's a, that's a move you don't see. You do not see that very often. We're getting a bit used now, used to overtaking now, right. like back in the nineties and whatever pre DRS. You know, overtaking was at a premium, and even now with overtaking, you don't often see a guy overtaking two cars simultaneously, right. and certainly not to go from uh, like fourth to second. Right. You know, in in one move at that that high up, right at the end of the race. Of the race. That was that was something special, and you know, fair play to all the drivers for making that happen. Right, and it's it's a track that you know so many of the drivers know so well because they've they've driven it so many times in in lower formula and other yeah. race categories. So they're they're so much more comfortable out there on the track. They're able to make moves that you know typically wouldn't happen with the new cars that that we have. But then obviously Hamilton can't. You know, he's there, but. He doesn't have the car to hold it in front of Perez. Mm-mm. And then even Leclerc on, on hard tires is able to, to push back. Yeah. So it, it unshuffles back to ultimately Perez does overtake Leclerc for second. Hamilton back in fourth again, but then only uh, a lap or so later, Hamilton finally gets around Leclerc, yeah. but not after again, some amazing driving where they're in front, they're behind uh, giving each other space. Amazing. Yeah. Really respectful driving of each other. I mean, there were yeah. a couple moments where they like touched a little bit, but nothing crazy, nothing crazy. No. Alonzo, Alonzo stuck his nose in briefly, but then he t- yeah. took it, took it back out. The craziest uh, moments at the end of this race was Mick, who <laughs> I, I, I was screaming <laughs> at him. I was like, dude, are you kidding me? You're going to, he's so close. To, to finishing a points finish for the first time, and he's on the last lap of the race, and he's, like, sticking his nose in right next to, of all people, Max Verstappen. I mean, like you're just, you're just cruising to be kicked out of this race and have another race where you're going to crash and not get a points finish. It's... Uh, come, I mean, come on! It makes me respect him. He, he, <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy for him that he got his points and finished. Max was a little and, cheeky there too. Let's be real. I mean, he was really pushing him off the track. It was yeah. I mean, he was making his car wide. Yeah. I think I think Mick had the faster car, no doubt. At the end, yeah. uh, he closed up behind him. He could have made it move. Um, maybe maybe somebody got in Mick's ear, maybe. <laughs> like maybe Gunter, Gunter. you know, <laughs> screaming at him, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, but, you know, as Ayrton said, if you yeah. see a gap as a racing driver and you don't take it, yeah. you're no longer a racing driver. Yeah. So 
fair play to Mick. If if he was never actually going to take the try and take the position, he made it look like he was trying to take the position. Yeah. So, um, you know, it was like right up until him. the last corner of the last lap where he was trying to get past him. So, so good on yeah. him not crashing. I guess. <laughs> You know what? What an amazing weekend for my Ferrari boys! Exactly oh. how we drew it up. Oh, you know, yeah. uh, Ferrari wins the race. Oh crap! It was Carlos. Oh well, you know, good job, Carlos. Leclerc got second though, right? Oh no, but you know, it's oh dear. You know, finally the the bad luck befell the Red Bulls much like it's befell the Ferraris this season in yeah. a couple of races. Um, but damage, damage was limited. Damage was limited. Yeah. I mean, I, I, um, it must be a little bit bittersweet with how it, how it all panned out in the end. I mean, you, you, of course you're happy with P1 and P4, you know, but they, they should, Ferrari should have had one too. They should. Have. Ferrari should have had one too. Leclerc should have won. Yeah. Um, without the safety car, I'm sure that would have happened. I'm not so sure. But what, what would have happened if the safety car... I, I think Lewis would have won if the safety car hadn't happened. No. I do. What do you t- because his hard tires were like four laps less. Eight laps. Get past both. Eight laps. Come on. No. No, 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 no. Eight laps on Charles, 12 laps on... on, on or 12 laps on Carlos, eight laps on there's, Charles. There's no way... There's, come on. Based on this entire season and... The, he was and the getting pace. all those fastest laps nonstop. He yeah, got right. the fastest lap of the race. All right. I mean, he, we'll never know. Yeah. We'll never we'll know. We'll never know. No, I'll, I'll disagree with you, but... Yeah. Agree to um, disagree. Jensen I mean, Button agrees with me, though, so... Yeah. <laughs> He's, congratulations to, to Carlos. Yes. You know, I, everybody he, was happy for him. All the drivers. I was happy for him. It's better he than. He did the right thing. Yeah. He got out the way when Ferrari told him to get out the way. He pushed as hard as he could. Yeah. You know, he could have yielded earlier. I didn't think it changed anything early on in the, earlier on in the race. No. Um, and ultimately, it, it came his way. So uh, 150 races. I mean that's a hell of a stint. Yeah, so, I think that's know. the second longest that a driver has gone without their first win. And I think Checo they get their first ring. Yeah, I think Checo was the first one. I don't remember how long it was, but right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Charles only ended up taking seven points yeah. out of Max. Uh, Perez, I guess, is still second in the championship he overall. Is. Carlos is up into fourth now, and like right, right, right up on. On Charles now. I mean, they're they're close. And of course, George did not finish in the top five. No. He didn't finish the race at all. And no points. Um, I mean, w- one thing we should say about George is, I think it, I'm correct in saying he could have raced on. Um, I think when the accident happened and and the car went upside down, I think George only had a f- his front right. I think was punctured completely ripped off that you can make you can drive the car around and possibly replace the tire and go for the restart but he got out of the car and went to check on on joe so they all, i think yeah. they also could not start the car i think toto, oh, it, toto it, it, said it that afterwards they were oh he did they were not able to start the car back up so all right but I think once he gets out of the car, I think it's game over anyway so maybe he made th- that decision i don't i don't i think it's up. once you get outside help then you are officially out of the race. Right. Okay. 
Because he he was able, he could have run back. He ran back to the garage to like get permission or whatever. That's what he said after he ran to check on Joe, and then ran back. And he technically, if they had not put his car onto the flatbed, he would have been able to to go around. So winners, obviously, we've spoken about him a lot. The biggest winner is Carlos. Carlos, he's, congrats, Carlos. He's now only 11 points back of Charles in third in the championship. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's getting tight. Max, I mean, Max was able to salvage some points. I think he ended with four points. He's still yeah. he's still up by like 30-something points. But, you know, it, it definitely brought it closer. There's still plenty of time. A lot can happen. Yeah, we're coming towards the mid-season now. Lots, lots to do. Um, Charles, Charles is definitely disappointed, though. Sure, um, yeah, the op- the opportunity was there, and he didn't take it. Um, but Checo, though, from basically, you know, last to second, um, yeah. ref- reminiscent of his victory, his first win, when he went yeah. from 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 last to first uh, in the past, you know, got didn't get despondent put his head down and you know, it's a long race. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. And look at that second place. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Really impressive. He's 34 yeah. points behind max now in the driver's championship. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you got to give Lewis Lewis amazing drive. Really like you said, throwing, throwing in fastest laps, putting pressure on guys um, and, you know, making them make moves, having to defend against him. When the, this is the first time the Mercedes has really sort of got into the mix yeah. in front with the um, the the Red Bulls and the uh, Ferraris. And who pace. knows what what yeah, and who knows what George could have done, you know, right. as well if he had managed to stay in there. It could have been even more interesting. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. And then I did see that Lewis finishing on the podium. That's thirteen times yeah. past, on the podium, which is a which is the most at a single event yeah. uh, in Formula One. I wouldn't wouldn't have predicted that at the start of the week. So great for him. And then finally Haas, right? Haas and, Sch- and Schumacher. Yeah. I mean, uh, after they haven't had points in a few races and getting a double points yeah. finish, um, it was really good on them. And, it, you know, you, you might say it helps that, what, six cars retired or so, but you still could have beat yeah. the rest and to get both Cars in the top ten—that's not by luck, no. right? That's that's good driving, and I think I liked I liked the aggressiveness from Mick towards the end, whether he was how serious he was or not. I think he had to be serious. I mean, Max, I think took it seriously. Yeah, um, he obviously great, did. He, great, he great tried to run him off the road. Yeah, um, and then you know, bad luck for George. Yeah, um, I, I, it was a bit of a just a racing incident, I think, at the start. Um, it's a shame his top five streak came to an end. Uh, it was going to end at some point anyway. So I'm sure he would have wished uh, it wasn't, you know, at at his at home, home yeah. race. So yeah, yeah. But nobody was really at, at fault there, and just happy that you know Joe was okay. The Halo did its job, and yeah, we'll never we'll never not see Halos on Formula One cars ever again. Nobody's uh, in that camp anymore. No, no more. And then both Alpha teams. AlphaTauri and Alpha Romeo both really, really had poor weekends. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen you combine the, both Alpha teams. I was like, what is he spelled differently, oh, right. but said the same way? <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> I haven't heard that before. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Tough. Yeah. I mean, obviously we're, you know, thrilled that Joe is okay, but both of their cars out of the race after I think two double points finishes in a row or no, that was Alpine, but they've, they've been doing well the past few races. So port, you know, having two cars not finish the race is, is really bad. And then Alpha Tari, both, well, no, Pierre got the, the meatball flag and then ended up retiring from that. And then Yuki, I don't know if he finished in last, but with the with the penalty, he ended up in last pa- last place of the cars that finished. I mean, all in all, who else had a, had, a, had something interesting? Oh, Ricardo! Like, what happened to him? Like, Lando was in the mix, yeah. top six, and Ricardo was way down. And like, just couldn't get anything out. They're of not going to get any quicker going forward. They said that, but, they uh, they're bringing no more upgrades on the season. They're focusing but the on differential next, next year. When you know you, you don't want to get beaten by your teammate, but a massive differential between yeah. you know Lando and Ricardo, which which can't be good. Only one week to go before the next race. Um, yeah, in uh, in Austria, Austria, right? Red Bull's home race. Um, we had two races there last year, actually. So the Red Bull Ring. They they are next weekend probably going to look pretty good at their home race. There's those two really long DRS straights. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think Red Bull is probably going to be pretty strong at, at this race, just you like got, they were you last got to year. assume, you know, more of the same. I think, I mean, after this race still Red Bull look super strong, you know, that slightly damaged car can still finish well in the top 10. And even if another t- car takes damage and goes to the back of the beginning, can still finish second. So you can you can never count them out. Ferrari, things need to start start going right. Yeah, to, they need to have to, to both drivers finishing at the top if they have any shot at the constructors. Although I mean, Red Bull is so far ahead in the constructors at this point. Um, so I have a, I have a question. I was hoping to ask this question to both you and Nick, but I'll just ask it to you and get your opinion. But the constructors, right? So I, I read on the internet uh, a, a, a Formula One newbie was asking about the fourth person on the podium. Yeah, and who, who is that person? And they're like, well, that's the constructors' champion. You know, <laughs> the the winning constructor, the guy, the winning car, they get a, a trophy. Uh, but it's a little bit, you know, derivative because the number one driver. And the constructor are always the same. Yeah. Potentially, what do, should we think about awarding the constructor's trophy to the team that scores the most points that weekend, not the winning constructor car? I like right? it. So you could. So you, you you just thought about it for one second. You're like, I, like it. I quite like it. Too. I like it. <laughs> I like. So it makes it makes team, total sense to me. It makes total right? sense to me. The team that got the most points on the weekend would right. get the trophy. I mean, there could almost be a second podium of constru- <laughs> of, of, of team bosses, you know, one, Just two, have three, the whole engineer took- crew up on the podium. Well, it is, I tell you what, it, it, one, the reason I like it. And again, we need Nick to chime in and we can probably ask him his opinion next week. But um, one of the, one of the best things about that is when you get the unusual winner, it usually means that the team boss that's never up there gets to go up, right? right? McLaren, oh, sorry, not McLaren, sorry, Mercedes or Red Bull or Ferrari, they're sending up the Whoever. team principal, yeah. the head engineer, the guy who changes the left front tire, mm-hmm. you know, the boyfriend mm-hmm. of the, you know, whatever, because they win so much. 
But when you get somebody win- unusual winning, that that team member, you know, is loving life. And I think there's an opportunity that if you switch the rules around, you could get more of those, uh, you know, events. You get somebody from, you know, Alpine up there. Who would have got it this weekend? Just theoretically. Let me see. Well, Ferrari. Right. <laughs> Still would have been right. Ferrari. It yeah. wouldn't, it's not going to change it every week. No. It's, it's, it, it, maybe, it wouldn't, maybe it wouldn't change it as much as we think. Um, but I, it's not an original thought of mine. I read it on the internet, but um, I liked it. I liked it. I think you like it too. Yeah, I like two it. Con, two converts. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen them talk about it. but No, I haven't maybe. heard them talk about it. As far as predictions go in, in Coops F1, uh, quite a low scoring mm. week. Yeah, it was pretty um, brutal for me. Yeah, not not many people predicting Carlos uh, to win. And of course, um, of course, Nick is back in the top spot, even with all the Nick, low scoring. Nick, Nick somehow reclaimed top spot. <laughs> um, yeah, the top score this week uh, was by um, Liam Ducey, um, who had... Max winning, uh, so not many points there. But then he had Sergio Hamilton and Leclerc mm. two, three, four, uh, perfect prediction. Plus Magnussen down in tenth. So uh, you know, somehow he also had Esteban Ocon on pole position. I don't know what's going on there, but he, hey, he still had the top. He still had the top score. Yeah, but uh, so fair play to him. Unfortunately, um, yeah, Nick's just not only is he, he he's crushing us in our pine league, he's crushing everybody, not crushing everybody, but leading everybody uh, in the standings. Thanks for listening to The Undercut with Jason, Martin, and Nick. We hope you enjoyed the show and join us next time for our review of the Austrian Grand Prix.